everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the fourth day of February 2021. It's a Thursday, Big J. Yep. My name is Nick. There is Big J right over there. Hopefully you are gearing up for what should be a pretty big weekend. We haven't even talked about this. Do you have any plans? Uh, no, just uh, the kids are coming over. Nice. To, uh, to watch the game and have some food. Uh, any of them sports fans? No. They give a rat's ass about the game at all? No, no. The wife does, but... Does she? Yeah. She into it? Who's she cheering for? Uh, Rob Gronkowski. All right. There's that. And Tom Brady. Okay. So she's a Bucks fan heading into this game. Yeah. Are you as well? Are you hoping the Bucks win? Um, I don't, you know, I don't, I mean, I, I don't care if either team wins. I, I think either well, one way, of them's gonna. Yeah. I, I don't care. I think either one is a great story. So that's well, what I appreciate is the story, all the stuff that's leading into this, all the discussions about uh, Brady taking a team, you know, that didn't make the playoffs last year the, to the Super Bowl, all that stuff. Patrick Mahomes, uh, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. I mean, that team, they're amazing. Andy Reid. It's just, there's a lot of good stuff in this game. So I don't you, think there's any losers. You are firmly, well, there's going to be those two. You're firmly in the, uh, I just want it to be a good game camp. And I think it will be, yeah. I think it will be, too. Uh, and that's what I am excited to see as well. Just uh, want a decent, fun game that's not a blowout and over by the time the first quarter is done. Right. So right. we'll see what ends up happening on Sunday, maybe even get our final score predictions tomorrow on this very program. But on today's agenda, we have ourselves some things to do. Big Jay's going to give you a nerd alert, keep you up to date in the world of technology and fun and gaming and all that stuff. Also going to have a chance for you to win the brand new Foo Fighters album. You just heard some shame, shame. It's going to be on that particular album that we give away at some point today. Going to try to qualify somebody for the dating game and that $2,000 gift certificate to Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler that Jay and I are going to give away next Friday. So there's a lot to do today. Plus, Big Jay, we are contractually obligated to play music. Yeah. And so we will do that over the course of the show today, starting with some Pearl Jam. This is Better Man to kick off the morning after on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, uh, this keeps, uh, it's on my list of things I wanted to talk about. It keeps getting pushed off and pushed off because we do more important things. But uh, you saw the story that hit earlier this week about the dude that won the lottery for the sixth time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And now a story came out yesterday of a uh, woman here in Idaho that won her second six-figure Idaho lottery jackpot in two consecutive days. Oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She won $500,000 on two different scratch games played on two consecutive days. The Idaho Lottery says that Orlean Peterson bought her first winning ticket Friday morning at an Albertsons in Hayden. And then she had bought some tickets already and had $20 left over. So she said, what the heck? I thought I'll get a grand fortune ticket. When they scanned the ticket, she had another $200,000 winner the very next day. She couldn't believe it. And she bought that one at the Fred Meyer, which was nuts. So uh, I've discovered that there's two camps when it comes to these stories. One camp is, oh, wow, that's amazing that people can win, you know, the lottery so many times once over. And the other one are the people claiming that it's BS, that the same people keep winning the lottery over and over and over again. 
What camp do you fall in, Big J? Uh, the, the first one? The good for them? Yeah. Good. Well, I mean, especially when it's a scratcher. I mean, that's... Right. Hard to rig the game there. Yeah. But what are the odds of one person buying two six-figure winning scratch tickets in two consecutive days from two different stores in two different towns? About one in 282.5 million, Big J. So the odds were not in her favor, if I make another Hunger Games reference. But she pulled it off, so congratulations. What's she going to do with the money, Big J? Vegas. That's the answer. Damn. So have fun. Congratulations. Probably should. Enjoy. Lucky lady. Sprinkle the iron's hot. Well, uh, an interesting close call the Chiefs had, which could have been a disastrous situation one week before the Super Bowl, when the team barber tested positive for coronavirus on Sunday as he was cutting center Daniel Kilgore's hair and was set to cut the hair of about 20 other players, including Patrick Mahomes. ESPN reported Wednesday that when the rapid test positive result came back, the barber was immediately removed from the facility without even finishing the haircut. And so we had a little bit of an issue there. Here's the thing. Why start letting him do it before there's a result? I, you'll never you'll never explain that to me properly. I don't know why you have fast it's a, result tests. It's a simple question to answer. You just say, we don't really care about the test results, obviously. That, I mean, I just I don't even know the, why the protocol would be, all right, cool, you've been tested, go to work, and then we'll let you know when it's in. And then you go, whoa, hang on. What? I mean... Also, why the week of the Super Bowl, you need to get haircuts? Oh, you gotta look good, dude. Screw that. There's a lot of press you have to do for Super Bowl. Man, putting those... You can look ugly this year. Uh, as opposed to, do you want to play in the Super Bowl or not? You know, I this is another thing that, that amazes me. And I had, you know, been around sports and covered sports for a long period of, of my career and had been in locker rooms and, you know, covered team practice facilities and all this kind of stuff. But this is one of those things that a perk I didn't even know that football players had. Like, you know they're not paying for this haircut, right? It's the team's barber. So I didn't know if you're a football player, you get free haircuts. I oh, mean, is it a regular thing? I don't apparently. I mean, if you or have a team just barber, because of the pandemic, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question, and that's what I said. I mean, I, you know, I know they well, get a bunch of like you know therapies and massages and all this kind of stuff and a bunch of free equipment and all that kind of thing when you sign up to be a football player. I did not know there was a team barber, um, but it's a thing, I guess. But Big J, I guess you could be right. It could be a pandemic thing or even a uh, a Super Bowl week thing. I don't know. Either way, it could have gone sideways and real quick. Uh, so what's going on? Who knows? Uh, Kilgore and Robinson had been wearing masks during the haircut. The two players that were on the actual uh, haircut list before they stopped him. Both of them were put on the COVID-19 list. They have to quarantine, but if they continue to test negative, they will be allowed to play in the Super Bowl. But that could have gone real bad. And again, Big J, you bring up a good point. I don't know how it gets to that point. I don't know what the hell the point is. We've talked about this with the NBA. We've talked about it with the... Uh, NFL, how, why you test somebody and then let them go about their business, why you get the results is really, really weird. Can I interest you in a painting by Winston Churchill, Big J, once owned by Jan- Angelina Jolie? Sure. If it was bought to her by Brad Pitt and given as a gift, the pair is still in the middle of a divorce, but Angelina Jolie apparently is uh, tired of the painting. She wants to get rid of it. Uh, Brad Pitt apparently bought it for $2.95 million back in 2011. And Christie's is going to auction it off, and they expect it to get anywhere in the mid to uh, high $3 million range for a Winston Churchill painting. It doesn't say what the painting is. We just know Winston Churchill painted it. Hmm. 
So it could be a paint by number. Hell, it could be a sticker by number. Remember when you were doing that, Big J? Yeah. Did you ever complete that? No, I don't remember. Yeah, it was a small, it was a small thing. But you did do it? Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, not enough to buy another one and get into it? You didn't like it? Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. Just make it sure. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Hey, Nick, I know the the Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday, but they played it already. Huh? Uh, yesterday, yeah, the uh, Madden NFL 21 simulation, Nick. Uh, something they do every year to determine who was going to win this game. And your winner is the Kansas City Chiefs, Nick. Uh, the final score in the simulation was 37 to 27. And uh, included uh, quarterback Patrick Mahomes getting the go-ahead touchdown on a 12-yard fourth-quarter scramble to go up 34-27. Mahomes also takes home the MVP, throwing for 422 yards and four touchdowns. Sounds reasonable. Do we know uh, what the record is for the Madden simulation against real-life actual outcomes? I don't have it handy, but it's pretty dang accurate, Okay. scarily. Um, uh, not every year is it right, uh, but uh, you know, usually they get some some things that are, that are spot on when it comes to uh, certain aspects of the game, uh, usually uh, including uh, some statistics uh, of the players. But uh, yeah, so it's hard to say the exact um, without having that in front of me. But it's it's real close. It's to being right on. So they're saying Kansas City by 10, so the Chiefs cover and win the Super Bowl. Yes. All right. Put your money where your mouth is. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I'll, 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 I mean, that scramble part sounds familiar. So, right. yeah, yeah, that, that could be the case. We'll okay. see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> so, there you go. Plan on it. You don't even have to watch now, I guess. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, Stadia Vice President and General Manager Phil Harrison announced that Studios Google, uh, that the studios that Google built to make games for the cloud gaming service, would close down. Jade Raymond, the star producer that Google wooed to lead the effort, would depart the company at the same time. And uh, Harrison said that Google remained committed to its cloud gaming platform, but would focus on working with industry partners. Essentially, rather than selling a mix of homegrown and third-party titles, Stadia would become a storefront for whatever cross-platform games are made available. Remind me what this is again. This is where you can log on and just play any game you want to. Uh, on a computer, on right. your web browser, right. for example, your Google, pro- you can play uh, Valhalla, for example, Assassin's uh, Creed. Okay, which you is not available on computer, but you can. No, it is available. Well, then what's the point? The, here's the point is you can take any crappy piece of junk computer as long as you have a fantastic internet connection and play these games that require all kinds of graphics cards. Okay, gotcha. Uh, that's essentially what, the, 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 what they were trying to make uh, accomplish with Google Stadia, and uh, they were going to go ahead and, and, and make their own games, but they've decided not to do that. Obviously, it's very expensive. So um, there's that. Now, Sony, <laughs> they never seem to have enough PlayStation 5s in stock. Nick still can't find one. Yeah, no, it's a real but, mess. But that didn't stop them from selling 4.5 million of the consoles. I don't know. Are you buying that? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's This is in their investor call. They can't lie about this stuff. All so right. uh, they sold 4.5 million uh, to no one I know. <laughs> right. That's my point. Uh, but uh, you, know. like you would think with that many sold, you know at least somebody that has one that wants one. I know a lot of people that want one. Yeah. It's got yeah. one. And that's all just in 2020. So uh, that matches the PS4 sales during that console's 2013 launch in the last quarter as well. So combined with sales uh, of the of the 1.4 million PS4 units, they're still selling PS4s. Uh, Sony 
Indian gaming business had its best physical uh, fiscal quarter with 8.4 billion uh, up in revenue. And uh, they also announced that hey, uh, Major League Baseball MLB The Show 21 is coming out now. This is a Sony. Uh, uh, exclusive game or has been because sony interactive makes the game nick Mm -hmm. and they announced hey it's going to be on xbox it's going to be uh cross platform and it's going to be out there for all of them this time around which is great news i've always like god what happened to the baseball games and so there you've got that uh, along with it they announced a very special edition of uh the uh, console game that's going to be coming out april 20th and it's the uh Jackie Robinson edition, Nick, and that will uh, come out four days before the standard game's release. It'll include a steelbook game case uh, plus a package for add-on content, and uh, the Jackie Robinson Deluxe Edition will also be available, uh, and you can get a, a branded baseball hat that they'll send you in the mail, all those sort of things. Uh, that will be very, very cool, and the uh, the Jackie Robinson Edition will include next-gen console upgrade. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Finally, you get to play your baseball game. Hopefully, you're happy. If I if I decide to play it. There's your nerd alert, courtesy of Big J. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. You've heard of seismic shifts, Big J. How about pandemic shifts? No, no. In attitude. Because it has caused a change in a lot of Americans' priorities, according to a new poll. Found people say they're planning to focus a little bit more in 2021 on their health and their happiness. Because last year, the things that people wanted to focus on the most was their career and success. But after the pandemic in 2020, it has re-kind of calibrated us to go, you know what? Maybe this whole success thing isn't nearly as important as, you know, staying alive and being happy. Yeah, not being worried about my underlining health issues. The one poll survey found that 68% say they're emerging from the pandemic with a new attitude. 7 in 10 saying they're planning to live each day to the fullest. You know, Big J. Yeah. 71% say they value the little things in life a little bit more than ever. How about you? You you liking the little things? Try to. Favorite little thing, go. Pooping. (laughs) I've heard there's problems with that. Not for me, friend. 43% 43% say they want to speak more truthfully like Big J just did. 42% are planning on taking more vacation time when it's safe to do so. And 40% plan to be a little bit more confident and express themselves more creatively. Polls show two life milestones are less than a priority. Marriage is down 11% and achieving a successful career down 15%. So wow. Priorities moving around. Sad that sometimes it takes that to happen, but you know, it does. NBA said yesterday that uh, no additional players had tested positive for COVID-19 in the previous week after nearly two dozen games had to be called off in the past month because of coronavirus-related issues. After 27 players were positive in results between January 6th and 19th, only one player has been positive since. The NBA has put strict rules in place to keep the cases as low as possible, and I guess they're getting some success from those rules. So congratulations to the NBA getting it kind of online. Although it would be unthinkable at the time of its release 30 years ago, Big J, congratulations to your friends in Metallica, because Enter Sandman is now the soundtrack to a Ford television commercial. The track, which was the highlight of 1991's Black Album, of course, is going to be the jingle for the 2021 Ford F-150 Raptor, which is a desert racing-inspired version of the best-selling Ford F-150 pickup. 
Ford's chief of communications, Mark Truby, said that we thought about what song would match up well with the truck. They thought, why not Metallica? Why not Enter Sandman? And after a little bit of back and forth and negotiations, boom, they got the song. Of course, Enter Sandman has got a pretty storied history in the world of pop culture. NASA used to wake up space shuttle astronauts with it. Uh, it was the entrance song for the Virginia Tech Hokies football team. Mariano Rivera used it as his entrance music as well uh, when he went on to the field. But it's only once been licensed for a commercial spot. Do you remember what that was, Big J? No. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It was, te- it was part of the teaser trailer. That's the only other thing it's ever been licensed for, and now it's part of a Ford truck commercial. As a Metallica fan, are you okay with this? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, the band's okay with it. Well, the band's okay with cashing checks, I think. Yeah, and I don't mind them doing that. They've cashed your check a couple times. Damn right. And now your body's writing checks you can't cash? It's all ironic. Now I want a Ford F-51 Raptor. All right, go get one, man. And look forward to and the Super Bowl commercial. And it only plays Inner Sandman. <laughs> it's just on a loop. <laughs> Whenever I drive up, that's what you hear. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Well, Big J, we've talked about the northeast part of the United States is just getting hammered in snow. But as we go down to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story, it is important to note that the story is a thing because they're having unseasonably cold weather down in Florida as well. Because Oh, of- no. Now, it's not like, you know, life changing, but it's down in like the low 40s, which is very uncommon for Florida. You know, people go out there for the uh, 60 degree, 70 degree weather in the winter. They're not thinking about it's going to be in the 40s, which is fairly cold to people down there and fairly cold to other things that live in the environment, which is why, Big J, meteorologists and fire departments across the state are warning people in Florida to look for the skies. Not for, you know, any particular reason of like snow or anything like that, but because, Big J, When temperatures get down this particular low, like they're going to get this weekend, a bunch of iguanas can fall from the sky. From the sky? Like it's damn magnolia. Yeah, well, you know, not out of the sky, but they can fall from above. Because, you know, up in Florida, iguanas live in the trees, you understand? And when things get super, super cold, that can cause the iguanas to slow down, become immobile. Certainly, and they can get so slow that they just lose their grip of the tree that they're in, and they are not, you know, it's not uncommon to see an iguana fall from a tree. And according to the fire department, it's important to note that they may fall from trees, but they're not dead. Unless, of course, they're falling from high heights or they land on something, including people's damn heads. Oh, man, it's very confusing. Uh, how so? Well, how do I know how far it's been fallen from? Whoa, whoa, whoa. When it lands on me. Yeah. I see. Well, if it starts to move away after it's fallen on top of your head. And it's alive. Or it brains you to the fact in which you're injured as well, then you've got some pretty serious issues. Uh, but folks living in South Florida are experiencing pretty significant lows this week, and it serves as a reminder for everybody in the area to go, you know what? Keep an eye out. And before you start thinking, oh, no, worry about it. There were a grand total, Big J, of 14 people last year admitted to the hospital because they had injuries sustained from an iguana falling on some part of their body. Their head, it scratched them on the way down on their leg. Something happened. uh, And they, they suspect that it happens, I don't know, to maybe 50 to 60 iguanas, depending on the area, per year. 
So, watch out for falling iguanas, man. Damn. I had no idea this was a thing, but I suppose it makes sense. If they're up there high and they freeze and they start to, you know, lose consciousness, that's it, man. Right out of a tree. We buddies. Yeah. So, I've often said, I, I don't know if it's good or bad. Like, I mean, if iguana's falling on your head, you'd almost rather it fall on the top than you look up and get a face full of iguana, right? Right. So... I'm not sure if looking towards the sky or maybe not walking under trees is the way to go for the next couple of days if you're down in Florida. That way you don't have to worry about any significant or insignificant iguana injuries. And to all of our iguana friends listening, please be careful. Hold on tight to those tree branches, little guys. Nobody likes to see you going ass over no. tea kettle out of a tree. But I didn't know it was a thing, and now you've been warned something to know on vacation next time around as well morning after with nick and big j there's your we're going to hell story dating game for a chance at some serious cash courtesy of lee reed idaho's diamond jeweler next on the x rock right now on 100.3 the x rocks you're welcome it is your opportunity to play a little game we call the dating game to get on in on that you got to get on the phone 208-287-1003 Big J is going to read you a statement that contains a date. He will then follow it up with three particular questions. You have to decide if that event happened before or after the original date that Big J gave you. You get two out of three right. Congratulations. You are going to get a discount coupon and $10 gift card to Adam and Eve that you can use on whatever you want, Big J. And I'm talking about getting creative. You understand? Okay. And then you're qualified for something. That is going to be really awesome just in time for Valentine's Day. It is a $2,000 gift card to Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler, of which you can spend on whatever you want. And that's, again, your opportunity to get creative, get the significant other in your life something that is amazing and awesome that they will enjoy, and it's completely up to you to spend any way that you want. Big J, do you have everything that you need? I do. Then to the phones we go to get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hello, how are you? We're good, man. What's your name? Morgan. All right, Morgan, you're up. Good luck in the dating game, sir. On, on this day in 1994, Mark Zuckerberg founded Facebook. Did these other social networks show up on the internet before or after 1994? We'll start with Twitter. Before or after 1994? After. Right. That is correct. MySpace, before or after? <laughs> before. False. You get your last chance here, my friend. Oh, Instagram man. before or after 1994. After. That is correct. Coming in down the wire, got two <laughs> out of three correct. Morgan, congratulations. Gonna send you that Adam Thank and you. Eve discount coupon and ten dollar gift card, and then you are qualified for the grand prize, which is Lee Reed's $2,000 gift certificate, which Big J and I will be giving away next Friday. So congratulations, sir. Your next chance to play is coming around this time tomorrow. Keep listening for your chance to qualify as well. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by our friends at The Advocates. If you've been injured into an accident due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online at 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. A couple of restaurants in the United States have started to do some discounts to customers who've gotten the vaccination for COVID-19. 
Oak and Reel is an upscale seafood restaurant in Detroit, Michigan. It's offering 50% off. Jeez. For dining customers who can show proof of vaccination now that indoor dining is once again allowed. The deal runs through the end of February. In a post shared to the restaurant's Facebook account, they said it was a great way to help encourage people that have safely gotten themselves vaccinated to get back out and about. Although you're cautioned against doing things completely, totally normal, and of course still wearing a mask when you can and should is required and smart. It's still one of those deals where it's a lot of restaurants that are thinking this might be a great way to start kind of ushering people back out into the public once they are safely vaccinated to do so. So don't be surprised if you're starting to see a lot more discounts, specials, that kind of thing for people that decide to do this kind of stuff to get them back out. So it could be a new way to generate some business for some local businesses and restaurants are kickstarting it. Good idea, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how if 50% off uh, your lobster is going to motivate you to get vaccinated, but I, it couldn't hurt if it does, right? Well, if you can get your hands on a vaccination. It ain't easy these days. But what is Big J? Right. Kansas City Chiefs had a close call with what would have been called a disastrous situation one week before the Super Bowl when their barber tested positive for the coronavirus on Sunday. As he was cutting Daniel Kilgore's hair, the starting center, he was scheduled to cut more than 20 other players' hair, including quarterback Pat Mahomes. When the rapid test positive result came back, the barber was immediately removed from the facility without even finishing Kilgore's haircut. The same barber had cut receiver Demarcus Robinson's hair the day before. And even though the barber, Kilgore and Robinson had all been wearing masks, the two players were put on the COVID-19 list. And they have to quarantine. Now, if they continue to test negative, they will be allowed to play in the Super Bowl. But if not, then Kansas City's got some offensive line issues. Well, he's a backup. He's not the starting center. No, still. But, I mean, that, that's depth, and they already lost their starting left tackle. Yeah, but if they were to lose their starting center, oh, boy. And they have another center that's also already in COVID protocol. So it's uh, it's an issue if this happens. But we shall see, and at least they got it out technically early, I guess. I'm not sure. No NBA player has tested positive in the past month for coronavirus, which is very, very good. After 27 people happened uh, since January 6th. That has postponed a bunch of games in the NBA, but they've been doing pretty good so far. Timothy Hurl, Big J, could be an answer to a trivia question one day. He became the first actor to sue a Hollywood entity over working conditions during COVID. Netflix is being sued after helping to create a live entertainment spectacle called Stranger Things, the drive-into experience. Cars navigated through a fictional set featuring Hawkins in 1985 with performers recreating the season. Hart Pearl played a demigorgon, which then he was reassigned. According to the suit, he expressed concerns over COVID exposure during rehearsals and was shut down. He also said that he and others felt sick because of carbon monoxide poisoning because of a bunch of car exhaust in the indoor drive-thru experience. Seems like a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> the indoor drive-thru experience does seem like a bad idea in his defense. Uh, but... It is uh, also one of those deals where I don't know about the other COVID things. Just know that he is the first person to sue an entity because of it. So we'll see what comes of it, if anything. But it is happening. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, here's a chance for you to win that band's latest release, which actually hasn't come out yet. It comes out tomorrow. Medicine and Midnight from the Foo Fighters will get you that if you can beat me in pop culture smackdown here this morning. All right, it is up for grabs. The phone number is 208-287-1003. You must defeat Big J in this particular contest in order to claim the prize. We'll see how today goes. How you feeling? Uh, not, not great. 
immediately regretted asking the question. Hello, the X. <laughs> what's up? Hey, uh, what's right. your name? Dustin. Dustin, you are up first. Dustin, uh, we need to know in a mimosa, that is a mixture of champagne and what other beverage? Right. That is correct. Big J, in 1928, Idaho chose what object is the first graphic design to appear on a state-issued license plate? Uh, what year was it? 1928. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with... Don't overthink it. I'm going to go with the potato. Yeah. Right. The potato is absolutely right. Dustin, uh, what hot sauce, hot chili sauce named for a city in Thailand features a rooster on its bottle? That is correct. Right. Big J, what is the last United States if we listed them alphabetically? Oh, man. Uh, the last state mm-hmm. in the Union. If we list them alphabetically now. What would be the last state you write down? Um, I'm going to go Wisconsin. Wrong. No, no. It's close. X, Y, Z. Yeah. There's a Y. There Think is a Y? It. There's a W-Y. A W-O. Wyoming? Right. Wyoming is the right answer. I mean, that's... And the last. I was on the right letter. <laughs> I mean, to me, that is an accomplishment right now in this moment. <laughs> Congratulations, man. You got the new Foo Fighters album coming your way. Please hold on one second. We will make sure I mean, you're all to, set. You need to break down the next following letters. <laughs> That's not going to happen, friends. For you to under... I mean, yes, we did get you to recite the alphabet on the air this morning, so that's, that's Just a, a plus. couple of letters. That's a plus. You still remember that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to do some headlines next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> headlines are as follows. Jackpot, not ideal, and eastbound and down. Not ideal. If you're driving a truck, it is kind of important to pay attention to road signs. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Even in your video games, right? Yes. A box truck recently crashed into a historic Illinois bridge with a low clearance, and it was the 14th such incident since the bridge was reopened following repairs in 2020. Whoa. Witnesses say they saw the truck approaching the bridge on Robert Parker Coffin Road in Long Grove, and it was pretty obvious it was going to collide with the bridge cover. One of the witnesses even caught the accident on video. The Lake County Sheriff's Office says Monday's crash did not cause any serious damage to the structure, but they're starting to get worried considering 14 different trucks have run into this bridge in the amount of time since it's been repaired. And why was it repaired, Big J? Because trucks kept running into the bridge. So so there must be some sort of communication, miscommunication going on there. Something. I mean, you know, it is one of those deals where I'm sure you've seen the internet video of like, usually it's overseas though, where trucks keep running into the bridges that are low. They think their truck is going to clear and it doesn't like a U-Haul just gets the top ripped off the damn thing. So you got to be aware of how tall you are. Uh, It seems like a lot. I mean, there aren't that many, you know, uh, oversized low. It just seems weird that that would continue to happen. Is the bridge at a weird... I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's a small bridge. I don't know if it's a small underpass. I don't know if it is a main thoroughfare for truckers to drive on, which is why it's happening. All these things could play a factor. Man. Either way, lots of trucks are running into it, so it's not great. Jackpot or eastbound and down? Eastbound and down. Apparently, Big J, U-Haul trucks can go pretty fast if you want them to. Police from two police departments in Colorado were led on a high-speed chase after a man failed to stop his U-Haul truck on Highway 35 and then almost struck an officer getting away. 
Colorado State Patrol said 63-year-old Stuart Kelly led them on a chase on Highway 52 into Morgan County, and they used stop sticks to finally stop him. But he did continue driving even after hitting them for some point. Either way, at some point, the truck left the roadway and then the wheels came off and then boom, he had to drive through an old farmstead house and then continued coasting for another 200 yards or so. Once the truck was officially stopped, Kelly was taken into custody, but first he was taken to a hospital because he sustained some injuries in the crash. Big J, this might surprise you, but he was pretty hammered when he was driving. Hammered! Hence why he decided to get away from the cops and continue to drive even though he ran over some stop sticks. Which I understand is not good for your suspension. No, I, I can't imagine. So he is now facing multiple charges. Not a good call. I wonder how high speed the U-Haul got up to. Cause 62? I was going to say, I, I can't imagine that. it was super, super high speed. But either way, once you get those things going, they're tough to slow down. We'll wrap it up with Jackpot and talk about getting lucky. Alex Archibald owns a store in Canada. He also runs a pretty popular YouTube channel that chronicles his work buying and selling antiques for his business. And he decided he was recently going to purchase the contents of a home that had belonged to a hoarder that had recently passed away. And when you do that, you buy everything that happens to be in the house. The antique allegedly only known that the house somewhere in it contained a grand piano, but he had to dig through a whole bunch of other stuff to get to it. So he decided to document his experience with the home on his YouTube channel, noting that some of the rooms were just filled with containers. <clears throat> so he ended up putting it all together, and he found some designer clothes and others that contained trash. And then he said he found a bunch of silver dollars, wallets full of cash, and bags that contained gold and diamond rings in the hall. He ended up spending about $10,000 on the house and earned $400,000 auctioning it off. So money was made, Big J. Nice. But he had to dig through a hoarder's stuff to get through it. Is that that is that the new show? <laughs> Buy a hoarder house? Like hoarder hunting? Yeah. That could be. I mean, it seems like a really dark... Because, I mean, the only thing that that you do that is, you're, you know, you're buying the possession hey, of somebody that's hey, dead. Hey, how much is this dead body worth that we just found in here? <laughs> I always remember... I, you watched Hoarders at some point, right? A, a couple episodes, like, but this is too depressing, that's, man. That was the problem, man. Not only that, but, like, not only was it depressing to see people, like, you know, get really sad over, obviously, garbage, but also, I mean, they would always find, like, animals' bodies and stuff in there, and it's just, it's just dark and sad yeah. and depressing. And uh, I don't want any part of it, but congratulations to those that put up with it. Five Finger Death Punch, living the dream here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Valentine's Day is a little over a week away, and you can get the standard, you know, flowers and chocolates if you want. You can go more fancy, but I think I found a Valentine's Day gift, Big J, that you might actually appreciate. Oh, yeah? I'll take you back to last week. Uh, you were so excited. You were going to go get you some seafood. And uh, we'll, we'll not name the place that you ended up going, but you were disappointed to say the least, right? Yeah. So how about you get some delicious, fresh seafood for Valentine's Day? Well, because uh, Maine Lobster is now selling lobster tail bouquets that they will ship all over the country just for Valentine's Day. It is uh, anywhere from four to six gigantic Maine lobster tails packaged in a bouquet that kind of wrap like flowers. And they are uh, packed fresh and shipped off to anywhere in the country so that you can enjoy some delicious Maine lobster anywhere you are. I mean, that's a real push. I mean, let me tell you. Well, uh, I mean, they want to. 
they've uh, they partnered up with a couple of companies to sell some kits so that people can enjoy Maine lobster in the comfort of their own home. Now, the kits include either four or six lobster tails, depending on where you get them. Uh, the kit also includes skewers, some festive wa- uh, wa- skewers, you know, for the skewers, yeah. skewers, wax paper, a burlap wrap, and a Maine lobster Valentine's tag for the special Valentine's Day bouquet. But they look nice and good and fresh and delicious. Nice and good. Yeah. I mean, they're not like all rithered and gross and weird looking. It looks like it's nice. And, you know, seafood can be an aphrodisiac, Big J. <laughs> and you can have yourself a good Valentine's Day dinner at home with some delicious, huge, gigantic Maine lobster tails. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm into it, but the wife hates seafood. So. No, it would be a gift for you. It would oh. be a gift for somebody to share with you. That, that I know. I, I mean, couples may be able to enjoy this, but this would just be for you. Now, if you're wondering how much a uh, a kit costs, if you want to get the four-tail kit, it's about 90 bucks. If you want to get the six-tail kit, it's about $125. Uh, but again, it'll be shipped and they guarantee delivery by Valentine's Day. So it's an opportunity to, you know, cook at home, stay at home, and enjoy some fresh and uh, delicious seafood if you're into that kind of thing. Nice. If you don't like seafood, I get it. But you it doesn't sound like you're into the lobster tail bouquet, which surprises me. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'd rather have it cooked for me. So, Well, you know that lobster is like the least difficult thing to cook, right? But it's also the easiest thing to screw up. Yeah, you could overcook so, it. You could undercook it. I'd sure. rather some, some other person screw it up, and I just send it back. You'd rather be disgusted by somebody else's lobster than yours. Yeah. I got you. Like, right. like last week. All right. I was just giving you the option to maybe up the ante a little bit and try your own I stuff I like where home. your head's at. So everybody else, if you want something seafood style and a little bit out of the box, the lobster tail bouquets are a real thing for Valentine's Day. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X-Rocks. On 100.3, the X. Yeah, we'll get you set up with a care package here morning after style with the X face covering for you. And then we'll get you an X sticker and a CD, music, all sent to you nice and safe uh, through the U.S. Postal Service. If you would like to get in on this action, all you have to do is give us a call, 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has worked diligently and hard to come up with three different clues that revolve around somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, congratulations. You're getting a package sent directly to you from us. Do not pass go. Hello, The X. Hello. What's up, man? What's your name? Devin. All right, Devin, you're up first. Good luck. For 10 years, I was on SNL and did Weekend Update with my gal pal, Amy Fowler. Will Ferrell? Nope. I starred as Liz Lemon on 30 Rock for NBC. One more hint. I've been in movies like Mean Girls, Whiskey Tango, Foxtrot, and recently Wine Country. Oh, gosh. I'm a lady. <laughs> oh, um, I, uh, Amy Adams? <laughs> no. It's not Amy Adams, thank you. <laughs> Hello, The X. Hello. <laughs> Did you hear Big J's clues, or do you need them again? Um, I do need them again. Okay. For 10 years, I was on SNL and did Weekend Update with my gal pal, Amy Fuller. <laughs> Next clue. I started Liz Lemon on 30 Rock for NBC. 
Oh, I know who it is. I just cannot remember her name off the top of my head. What's the next clue? I've been in movies like Mean Girls, Whiskey Tango, Foxtrot, and recently Wine Country. Uh, I'm I just, lady. I'm drawing a blank That's on it. Right. I'm sorry. I'm a lady. That's okay. And the bonus clue, of course, I'm a lady. Hello, the X. Hello. <laughs> Sir or ma'am. Hello? That's all right. You tried. Hello, the X. Is it Tita Fey, Big Jerry? Yeah. It is Tita Fey. That is correct. Hang on one second. We'll get you that care package out to you in the mail. And why is Tita Fey in the news? Her and gal pal Amy Fuller. <laughs> Stop it. That's how you pronounce it her name. not how you pronounce her name. Yes. It never has been. But okay. Her and gal pal uh, Leslie Snopes. They're going to be uh, doing the Golden Globes uh, Awards, Nick. They're going to be hosting it, but from different locations. Yeah, I saw that. Multiple locations. And, uh, I mean, that's separate coasts, even, which is crazy to think about. But technology and this uh, pandemic has really pushed these things into some really cool stuff, even though, you know, it's it's unfortunate they can't all get together and and do this and have fun. But uh, there's some, I guess, advantages to doing it that way. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it, it, there's got to be some challenges, too. I imagine if you're directing that, you know, a live broadcast, it would be a pain to the tail. But I understand why they have to do it. I, I wonder if, you know, people are going to tune in. I don't think they will. But I just think it's one of those deals where uh, we've moved on from the awards presentation stuff, I think, for the most part. I don't know what it is about it that makes us not want to tune in anymore. I think maybe the attention span is a part of it. But uh, I do say congratulations. I think it's a cool idea. I'm glad that it's happening. And uh, maybe one day, Big J, you'll be asked to present at the Golden Globe Awards. Or maybe both of us. Maybe. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't count on my uh, side of things. But I do know that you are very popular. And so it could be uh, crossed over into that world perhaps one day. Thank especially you. Especially from the virtual side of things. So good luck. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show today next on the X-Rocks. Bring me the horizon and teardrops here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap it up for us on this Thursday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We've got a nice little nerd alert courtesy of Big J this morning. And reminded you, it's going to be a while if you want to get your hands on a PS5. And uh, that's not good news for me, but it's also not surprising news. I can't say that I'm shocked to hear that. But it certainly was delivered. We also found out that iguanas apparently will fall out of the trees in Florida when it gets cold. So look out from above. Yeah, crazy. For uh, reptiles. That's never good. And, of course, we also had a chance to have a little bit of fun and get somebody qualified for that greatly read Idaho's Diamond Jeweler gift certificate for the dating game. More of that coming your way tomorrow. A life lesson from Big J as well as on the agenda, and that leaves you with the floor, my friend. Uh, NASA has a new challenge, Nick, uh, and they want people to, to help out. It's called the Deep Space Food Challenge. Yeah. And it's a competition. They want to uh, find technologies and systems Uh, that require minimal input and maximize safe, nutritious, and palatable food outputs for long-duration space missions, particularly enough food for uh, four astronauts for three years. So this is more along the lines of technological advances they're looking for than some recipes, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, they have, like they want to find like a new way to like deep freeze something, like like astronaut ice cream or something. Yeah, you uh, sort of a tube f- food. I don't know what they're eating now, but. Uh, Either way, they're planning on sending people to Mars. All so right. they got to feed them. Any ideas, Big Jay? No, I have none. Nothing uh, in the uh, the Pampered Chef kitchen that fits? No, no, no. They, they want to take up as much as less space as possible. And people got till May 28th, and it's uh, an award of $25,000. Hey, it's a lot of money. Yeah. 
All right. Well, get working, all Plus, you inventors. Plus, I'm sure you'd be famous. Yeah. I'm sure. Make an uh, astronaut food. Because you know all the people that have invented the astronaut food stuff so far, right? Yeah. Uh, Earl Sandwich. <laughs> that is not true at all. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs>